0: So, yeah, sit tight, everybody. Hey, we'll
1: come back. Kathy's going to get a drink. Or, Chris, I didn't see that you were rating. I apologize. Um, While Kathy's going to go get a drink, uh, we'll come right back. Uh, But I will play our music, get everybody going, and get everybody doing stuff. Uh, Welcome to the start of the show. go guys uh welcome to another episode of more than dice i'm gonna say it's episode 103 but um kathy will probably check me on that and make sure i'm right kathy is not back yet because for the people that are new we do a pre-ramble for our patron subscribers and uh, let them have some stuff and we were just shutting down to start back up um so if you're here thank you thank you orcas for the raid we appreciate it so much um it's a pleasure, and thank you so, so, so cool. Um, tonight, John is out. He is going to be doing Christmas stuff with his mom, and so it's just gonna be Kathy and I. So Kathy and I decided we would do a double paint stream thing to go and do everything and get it done. Um, so while we're waiting on her to get back, uh, ooh, here she comes. Shh, everybody, be quiet. Shh, shh. Don't, don't let her know you're. Wait at 7:01. I know, I kind of started it back early a little bit. Um, Today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, hobbying and gaming during the holiday season. Um, How you can do it still be, you know, cool and not, you know, burn yourself out. Uh, Also, what you can do to, you know, like, while you're at your family's, what should you do if you're at your family's and you really don't want to spend time with them, but you're forced to spend time with them. So you have to bring some hobby stuff along with you.
0: Use your hobby as an excuse.
1: Yeah. Type thing. (laughs) Um, I'm
0: sorry. I have this commission that I have to finish. I have this deadline looming. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to work on this. (laughs) See? See how that works?
1: It works wonders. And if you're not a commission painter, just pretend.
0: Yeah. It's not like you have to actually have a commission.
1: Yeah. Just pretend. But like travel we are supplies,
0: you're so awful. You're awful people, Ganto. <laughs> um,
1: but we're also going to be doing, you know, what to do, how to make travel kits, you know, bring what to bring, so on and so forth.
0: And Crimson goes, and if they call you out on it, just say, "Okay, boomer."
1: <laughs> so let's go. are awful
0: people.
1: We want to thank all of our sponsors before we get started. Uh, Tectonic Crest Studios, thank you so much. Uh, when John comes back, which will probably be next week, uh, we'll do a giveaway because uh, we also have some Creature Caster uh, gift certificates to give away also, which thank you Creature Caster for helping and sponsoring the podcast um, and the paint stream and everything else. Uh, Muse on Minis, I want to thank them. They help uh, sell some really cool stuff for us and they help us out. Anything you buy from them. If you type in the all one word, more than dice, you will get, uh, I think it's like 10% off of your order, which is cool. Um, And then Mechanica Studios for hosting our tournament and widget sets. Um, I know that we have a lot of things we need to give tribute to this week, don't we, Kathy?
0: We do, but I didn't write them down. I know. So.
1: That's the reason why I have the chat right here, and I, I can pull it up. I rely on John, so it's a
0: good thing that you're here.
1: Yeah. We have, uh, where'd it go? Um, Carol Spiney, which was a Sesame Street puppeteer um, that passed away recently. Um, Renee Arbigunius. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Au Bruch-a-Noir. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Passed away. And for people that don't know, who is that, Kathy?
0: Well, he played uh, he played Clayton on Benson, which I used to watch, you know, in my younger days, and he was Odo on uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, and he was Chef. He, you know, he was really a uh, really good voice actor in a lot of different things, but also Chef in The Little Mermaid. Yes. Yep.
1: Uh, and then Danny Aiello, which uh, did, like, uh, Do the Right Thing. That's where I remember him most from. Um, passed away also. Um, so, you know, tribute to them. Um, Kathy, what are you drinking tonight?
0: I'm just drinking a gin and tonic.
1: What? Never. Oh goodness, you would that never was do loud. that. You would never drink a gin and tonic. I would, and I would again, too. <laughs> uh, I'm going with a good old Imperial Grind coffee stout from Mother's Brewing, uh, which is based in, uh, what, St. Louis? Or no, Springfield, Missouri. Um, really, really good. This is where I get my coffee from. Um, if I'm drinking coffee, this is it.
0: You get your coffee and your stout in the same place.
1: All in the morning. That's what i got to do. So for all those that passed away... For all of our friends that are listening, for everybody that subscribes, listens, follows, does whatever, keeps the lights on, we thank you. Pretty much you. everybody. Yeah.
0: Cheers. Everybody. I mean, you can't, you can't see me. T- Actually, I guess you can see me. T- Look, here's my cup.
1: <laughs> Cheers.
0: Usually, when we're doing this podcast, I have a face cam and not a model cam.
1: But we figured we'd do some modeling and some painting. Um, yeah. If you're drinking anything right now put in the chat let's see what you're drinking i like to know what people are drinking because some of that stuff is super super cool um so oh i've got to paint this model right here
0: dragon is paint is drinking water
1: water the um drink of champions
0: i also have water right here i don't i'm bad
1: Uh, Okay, so I'm gonna be working on crossbones. I've got to paint. I'm gonna do his face really quick uh, because it's only white. And I'm gonna, for people that don't know, I'm painting all the Marvel models with contrast paints, um, except for one model I didn't do uh, in contrast, uh, which was Ultron, because I couldn't get a good metal look. Um, So he's not. But everybody else has been done in contrast paint so far, Uh, and that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna do all the mcp models in contrast paints which uh tomorrow i'm gonna go pick up hopefully my store has the new uh black panther and uh killmonger pack so i can pick them up because black panther's so good in the game um ah. so let me get this done real quick so our going
0: to be decorating cookies tomorrow
1: well, yeah, isn't that like you're i mean usually you've got like eighty thousand cookies on the table painted yeah. uh, dressed up and you know you're usually your commission stuff gets you know kind of put to the wayside a bit while you're doing this
0: well it's 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 a day it's only a day oh, is
1: it' only a day The well, way you were talking yeah. about
0: yeah and and d and d is called off tomorrow night, so we're just decorating cookies all day. we're gonna maybe we have a lunch date with Jim's sister. Hang out with her for a bit, see what's new with her, and then uh, and then it's cookie baking day all day tomorrow. After that,
1: all day, every day, even Captain on Miss
0: Sunday. Is drinking a Kraken black roast over there, and that sounds delicious.
1: My chat's not working. Oh well. Where's my picture? I had to look at Doc Ock the way they have him painted. Not that I have to paint it the way they painted it. I would just kind of like that I'm That's kind of true.
0: I mean, you can just do like,
1: but I want I kind of wanted to do it in their in their paint scheme just because, uh, you know, relevant the find only one a
0: full, like comic book paint scheme or color scheme of him and, and and do
1: that. Well, I know the one thing that I'm definitely gonna be changing the paint scheme on is I think uh, Captain America, I think I'm gonna do his winter soldier outfit, which I call the blue Jean outfit. Where it's like a, a blue jean look. All the blue and everything that's yeah, blue no. jean looking. I think that's what I'm going to do on him. So let me do this. Huh. Alright, I'm going to get the yellow on his... Sorry. On his what? Okay. Uh, I got my th- I got my resin printer going in the background. I thought I heard something weird going on. I was about to freak out. Um, I'm gonna do the yellow. He has boots, gloves, and shoulder pad area, and the little bitty thing right here is gonna be done in the in yellow. And see what that looks like, cause that's what just happens. Cause I'm weird like that. Cause Crossbones is gonna be he's gonna be primarily a black outfit, so uh, it's gonna be kind of simple and easy. Um, other than that, so Kathy, you Morning. since you're a commission painter. You have to do work and what are you gonna do when you have to go to, you know, somebody's house. And you've got work to do. i have to, to go
0: anywhere this year.
1: But what if you
0: have Because that's that's what this is what uh what happens when you paint for a living. I'm gonna pause right now in that answer and read the chat. Uh, Captain Mizzy assures us that Creek and Blackrose is delicious, <laughs> and Trashorama is drinking a French drink called Diet Coke.
1: A French drink called Diet Coke. Okay. Did
0: I did I pronounce that correctly, Trashorama? Diet Coke. Just just checking. So, anyways, uh, when <laughs> you are when your income is based on painting miniatures. Sometimes you just have to say, I am so freaking busy. And, uh, and you are, literally, so busy with the miniature painting and the live streaming and all of the things that go into making this your income that you don't have time. Now, my parents live in Minnesota. My family, that's where they're from. I'm not going to Minnesota this year. We went last year. We just, we just don't have time. We have to work <laughs> and that's that's the, the bottom line we just have to work so when when people say that they are self-employed and they can make their own hours that's what that means that means that your hours are are every hour really sometimes sometimes you you can't make your uh, your family obligation sometimes you have to stay home, and work. <laughs> That's just how it is. So,
1: so you're not so going go to go anywhere. I will be
0: painting. I will be painting. Jim will be painting. We will be making... Well, Jim will be making his tutorial videos that he does, and he will be live-streaming on YouTube, which is where he does it, and I will be live-streaming here. I will be streaming Tuesday through Friday, as usual, this week, and I want to do a christmas eve stream i don't well not in the evening but i'm just gonna stream like i normally do on the day before christmas so i'll be around painting
1: so what about whenever you um for some reason my twitch app is broken what happens when you have to go somewhere but you still have to get work done? What do you usually do? Do you just kind of just like...
0: Make it with us?
1: Yeah, but do you have like your own like travel kit or you just make oh, your yeah. own travel kit? Oh, what?
0: yeah, yeah. We have well, that's the thing is, is the studio goes into upheaval because we don't have just a travel kit. So we have to kind of take apart parts of our studio to take certain paints with us, to take models, to take tools for prepping miniatures with us all that stuff is is the package because sometimes you know when you're when you have to go on the road with it sometimes you're at a place where you be prepping models and just filing minis because you can talk to people and and hang out at the kitchen table and set up just your i'm gonna file minis file mold lines and assemble minis because it doesn't take a lot of uh Okay, here's a problem.
1: Extra. You, you file mold lines. Who who follow, who filed mold lines?
0: People who who uh <laughs> take commission. People who people who are professionals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't judge if somebody doesn't want to file mold lines. I didn't file mold lines on my Marvel Crisis Protocol ones, but part of the reason is because those are pretty clean models. They and were didn't require a whole lot of. Uh, prep time, except for the assembly. Yeah,
1: they didn't. Can't you get an intern to follow follow your mold lines for you? Um, no. Yeah, no. Because what happens if the intern gouges it out, and you have to get a whole new model?
0: Also, what intern? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, I mean, do y'all have like a travel bag or a travel thing that y'all usually do or get or, you know, what 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 do you typically take with you whenever you have to go somewhere but still work?
0: Back when, uh, back when we used to go to the bunker every Wednesday, we used to uh, flag your dragon says, I'll be Kathy's intern. Hooray, but you don't live anywhere near me, which sucks <laughs> because that would be awesome. <laughs> um... When we were every week going to the game store, mm-hmm. we both had kits that that had, like, we had certain paints that we had doubles of. Uh, we had tools that we had doubles of and stuff. But now all that stuff is just kind of thrown together and, I don't know. Just Isis says, I have a collapsible cup and my travel brushes. Yeah, I have travel brushes. This is my... This is... This is one of my cases for, for my travel brushes. I have brushes in here. And then I have another box. And, and see, I have these fancy water reservoirs, also good for washes and mixing paints and stuff. So I have stuff like that that goes with me. My wet palette goes with me. It doesn't stay wet. If I know I'm going somewhere, uh, I, just, I just take fresh paper with me. Fancy water reservoirs, right? In other words, bottle caps. I have a whole drawer full of bottle caps right next to me for any time I need to uh, put washes on my palette. because I'm not going to put a wash right on my wet palette because that would thin it down too much and it would run everywhere. So, fancy water reservoir. So, yeah, so fancy water reservoirs are in my kit. I have... uh, I have just a, a little plastic box where it fits my my bag of, of brushes, my Falligour you know, dragon does not know what these bottle caps are that I speak of. It's a fancy word for water reservoir. <laughs> but yeah, it's it all my my paints My usual paints, my Reaper Clears. But thank goodness that I don't have an extensive bunch of paints that I use all the time. I've got like probably 20, 20 or 30 key paints. And I just take those paints and put them in a bag. Like a grocery bag. Because it's not like the bottles are breakable.
1: Trasharoma says he rinses his brushes out in uh, the toilet.
0: (laughs) See See? Um, so that's when you definitely don't want
1: to lick your brushes.
0: I do not lick my brushes. Oh, trash, yeah. You know what? Whatever makes you happy, I don't judge. <laughs> trash am always licks his brushes, especially after he rinses them in the toilet.
1: Definitely. You're like but my hero. But you know
0: what? I don't judge.
1: Nope. We don't judge anybody. Um, Al Capone. I do have the Pro Acrylic Transparent line. I haven't had a chance to use them yet. Uh, They're sitting over here in my box. Um, I'm going to be... Once I finish painting up my Marvel Protocol stuff, I'm going to be working on some Judgment models. And I'm definitely going to be testing those out. Um, Creature Casters... I'm going to be using the entire Creature Caster line on my uh, Judgment models that I've got that I need to paint up for my game. Um, But it's it's going to kind of go because I have to get a Nightwatch army painted up for Adepticon.
0: I will be very curious how the pro-acryl transparents are how how similar they are to Reaper Clears or or if they're more similar to uh washes or the or the Reaper liner paints or uh contrast paints.
1: Yeah, I could probably I just
0: wanna see what what the properties are of them and I don't have my hands on the transparency yet either. So we'll uh Once I get my hands on those, I will have to use some in my stream and, and I will, you know, then everybody can see at the same time as I do, what they're, what they're all about. Um, it is still trying to give up brush licking.
1: Um,
0: I'm happy I never got into that habit.
1: Oh uh, yeah.
0: I it was guess. very very frowned upon in uh when I had art classes in high school my my teacher was like, you know, some of these paints are incredibly toxic. You know, thalocyanide and and uh cadmium red and cadmium yellow. They all have heavy metals in them. No, so, yeah you probably don't want to lick your brushes because you don't want to get into that habit because if you plan to be a painter you are probably going to be using some of these ones that are more toxic even though the ones that we were using in high school were not the toxic ones he's like you just don't want to get into that habit ever yeah. so so that's that's where I'm coming from. I know there's a lot of people who don't care because miniature paints are probably non-toxic. They, they say that they're non-toxic. So, who knows? <laughs> they probably aren't.
1: Fingers crossed because I've been licking my brushes since. Fingers the
0: crossed because you know if they're made in China, you have no idea what their quality control is like.
1: What quality control in China?
0: <laughs> yeah. Trash Ram always looks as pretty. We already established that. Yes. Non-toxic um, does not mean non.
1: Doesn't mean. I've edible. been
0: using washes, inks, clears, some contrast paints, and even the Chimera colors. So genuinely curious of how to see they if, how they stack up and Vlager uh, Dragon says non-toxic isn't the same as edible that is so very true like it might not poison you but it's probably not good for you um much like Hostess Cupcakes
1: okay so you definitely have um a travel attire that you bring do you bring like your photo studio with you too
0: Oh, good God, no.
1: Okay. I was kind of
0: curious. (laughs) Now, if I'm traveling, uh, I have no reason to bring my photo studio. Because if I finish miniatures while I'm there, wherever I am, uh, you know what? It can wait until I get home to photograph that stuff. And it's enough for me to just send somebody a, a, a phone image and say, look, I finished your model. If I really need them to know that it's done. And they will trust me.
1: Cool. Um, on. Uh, since you don't go, since you're not going anywhere this year for your family stuff and you're just going to sit around, how are you going to do? Are you going to do anything with like normal, you know, like locals, local gatherings and stuff this year? you going to hang out with some locals?
0: This past weekend I did Jim actually did bring some stuff to work He got some more Cry models assembled I think that's pretty much it He didn't do any painting But he just did some assembly Because assembly is again one of those things That is you don't need a ton of concentration To just you know to assemble and file models So it's, it's an easy thing where It's something that needs to get done but it isn't going to take all of your concentration, so you can still actually have fun and you know communicate with other people,
1: socialize.
0: Yes. What socialize? So yeah, if you're if you're if you need to get work done, you wanna get some hobby stuff done. Bring something that just is assembly and and mold lines and stuff because that's the. It's, it's not so taxing that you can't still talk to your your relatives or your friends or whatever if you absolutely need to be hobbying.
1: And what about since, you know, doing stuff even though you know, what's do you know any streamers? I mean, you said you're doing a Christmas Eve celebration hobby stream um, for yourself and such. I mean... Do we know any like hangouts that we're going on? You know, sometimes they do like a Christmas Eve hangout for some people because, you know, not everybody can get a chance to go out. Not everybody wants to go out and I,
0: uh, Yeah, I don't know. I've, I haven't heard anything. I'm sure there's other people doing that stuff. I can't be the only person who's who's streaming on uh on the 24th.
1: No way. You can't be? What the heck? Well, I know that whenever I go somewhere and I don't want to socialize with my uh, relatives. Yeah. I just I just don't. But, I mean, I, I bring... I have a small travel kit that has, you know, like, the, the stuff to, like, get mold lines, cut models. I bring a small bag, pretty much, is what it is. Yeah, I have go. a little
0: plastic container that fits all my... All my prepping tools because
1: I caught And so I don't have to worry about dealing with them because I don't like most of my family. What? But sometimes I'm forced to. Not and much meant,
0: but yeah, I understand.
1: You know, since I'm forced to, I have to.
0: Or Chris Gaming because I will definitely not be streaming Christmas or Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's the kids' day. Ah, uh, see, I don't have kids. See, so. I mean, that's what I'm
1: saying. I don't either, so, I mean, yeah. that that's something we have to think of. I mean, if you have kids, you know, yeah. you're going to be doing stuff with your kids. Absolutely. If or... I had
0: kids, I would be over the moon doing sappy Christmas stuff with them.
1: <laughs> sappy?
0: Yes, it would be sappy Christmas stuff. I would be making them watch stupid Christmas shows. You know, we'd be we'd be watching the Rudolph and the Frosty and all that stuff and the, the Charlie Brown, all that stuff. I'd be we'd be watching White Christmas because that's a personal favorite of mine. I'd be singing along and they would be thinking I was a dork because I am. So, you know, that's what I would be doing if if I had kids. Meanwhile, tomorrow, Jim and I are just decorating cookies and we will take them to our friend's holiday get-togethers. Wherever they may be. I'll be bringing them to D&D. We'll be bringing them to New Year's Eve.
1: See, I don't... Luckily, I don't, I'm don't. i not forced to go anywhere most of the time now. Because everybody lives so far away. So, I most likely will be doing my own painting. Probably won't do any streaming, of course, because... I'm just going to be getting crap done around the house because um, I do have to get stuff done for you know Warfare Weekend. There's new stuff to be done on that, and some cool things are going. Which uh, talking about convention, who all got the VIG ticket? Anybody else get VIG tickets? Because I yeah, didn't. Cosmic
0: Cubicle did, but is there anybody else in the stream who got the VIG for Adepticon? Because all it's, stream, you
1: workers. Uh, or
0: Chris did. Oh, awesome.
1: I didn't get Sweet. I didn't even get on the waiting list either. That's what kind of stunk. I didn't get on the waiting list either.
0: You're just not good enough.
1: Get your get your relatives to follow your mode lines? No. No.
0: Get your relatives to, yeah. No. If you don't care how they're done. Why are why are all the left arms glued to the uh Where are the left hands glued to the right arms and vice versa? I don't know.
1: Let a scrub do your work.
0: (laughs) I thought (laughs) I thought this detail was a mold line. (laughs) Oh, no. Honestly, if they accidentally filed off the boob hammers on the iron golems, I'd be happy. It's like the golden ticket, right? For Willy Wonka.
1: The Adept Com
0: To be fair, Cosmic probably bought 10 tickets.
1: Just to get it. And then and then you get rid of them all? And you just re- request refunds?
0: That would certainly be an interesting way to game the system.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is one way. I did, you know, of course I bought, you know, the premium. So I at least get something.
0: Oh yeah, I did that too.
1: Um, but I didn't get a VIG. It's my first year for not getting a VIG. It kind of stinks. Because they always... It's the one thing I really like. Always good get, get good VIG.
0: swag in the VIG thing, but... the premium not... still
1: good swag, too. That's the thing. The VIG is just more swag. Yeah. So. Well, I'm looking forward it. to it,
0: though. And not even for... I don't really care about the swag. There were there were a few years where I volunteered where I didn't even register at all.
1: Well, I registered for two games besides the premium. I registered for... I was one of the lucky few that got into the Marvel event because they only had 32 oh, slots. nice.
0: Nice. Yeah, so. I heard somebody talking about, well, why don't they just add more tables?
1: Oh, yeah, because that's just easy to do, right, Kathy?
0: And and I'm sure that you uh, running... The warfare weekend, know how easy it is to just be like, "Oh yeah, here we go." We have a finite amount of room and a finite number of tables that are owned by the hotel, and a finite number of tables that we own, and a finite number of tables that we can rent. Yes. So, yeah. It's
1: yeah, because we actually had to only
0: re- so many tables will fit in a room, as it turns out. What? Yeah, I know. No.
1: I know. Nuh-uh. I mean, spatial anomalies and everything, just take that into account and bend and fold space?
0: Oh my god, I didn't even realize. I didn't think of that. I will absolutely take that to the,
1: uh... Take it to the committee? <laughs> take
0: that to the committee,
1: yeah. Tell them just fold space and time. You'll get more tables.
0: We could do tesseracts.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. and I, I was. I didn't even look how many slots were there. It just says, oh, maybe doing the Song of Ice and Fire on this day because that's, you know, the one that I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, this Marvel one's open. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do this one. And then all of a sudden I got my ticket done, waiting in line for VIG, and then everybody was like, what the hell? There's only I didn't get into the Marvel one. And I'm like, oh. I, I
0: am pleased that Marvel Crisis Protocol is doing so well that there are so many people who wanted to play it there. Yes. But it did just come out in November. And I'm sure they weren't completely positive how popular it was going to be. You know?
1: I mean, because they, they... Now, at Adepticon, do they have to pay for their spots? Like, does Marvel know. have to pay for table space?
0: I have no idea.
1: Neither do I? I was kind of curious. Because some conventions require that and some don't. So,
0: But I know there's, there's tons of people <laughs> yes. that have games that want to run tournaments at on and not all of them can because there's just not enough room. And so hopefully <laughs> next year you know, they'll they'll have more tables and more space and everything.
1: Maybe. Alright, let's get the green on Doc Ock because this yellow is dry. Think we can do that? Yeah.
0: Painting red, that's what I'm doing right now, in case people, you know, were wondering what's Kathy doing. Painting red. Painting red. I have two guys left to paint this red on, and I'm hoping to finish them. Um, I was hoping to finish them by the end of tonight. I don't really know that that's going to happen. That's kind of what I'm shooting for. I am. I am simply upping the saturation of my reds in the midtones. I want to leave this sort of uh, lighter color as as a uh, sort of highlight midtone, and uh, yeah, just building up some saturation.
1: Um, you know how you and I were talking about um, before the stream. We actually uh, started talking about the Marvel prices protocol about how some on well, the miniatures, that if you're new to miniature building or whatever, that this could be a challenge for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is understandable. I mean, it's not unheard of, because they are kind of fiddly and a little small in They're spots. very
0: fiddly and small in spots,
1: yes. Um, and so uh, <laughs> Captain Mizzy just sent me something, going, I'm going to need help with Iron Man. And I'm like, yeah, once you messed up Iron Man to begin with, and so I have to help her no matter what. But then she said, don't you dare laugh at me on stream. <laughs> and you're it's just mean. making me laugh more. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Mizzy. Uh, I'm gonna so have mean, to...
0: Mizzy. Next time, send me a message.
1: <laughs> so.
0: Uh... Yeah, if you're just starting out with miniatures... The Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff will be a challenge. If you've put together uh, MalFO miniatures or the newer Games Workshop stuff, then, you know, you'll probably be able to figure it out. But there's a lot of crazy, fiddly, silly, tiny stuff in, involved with these models. I was able to just follow the instructions as they were in the book. Um, they have expanded instructions that are, are they on the website or are they pinned to their Facebook page? I think they're,
1: uh, at least the link is pinned, I think is what it is. But yeah, so they they have
0: more in-depth instructions on how to assemble those guys on their, on their, uh, website.
1: Well, Mizzy accidentally glued two parts, two pieces upside down.
0: Was it the thighs?
1: Yes, it was the thighs it was it was one See, of the thighs you're
0: not the i didn't actually do that but i knew that it was going to be a trouble spot so i really really looked at all the details on the thighs before i put them together because i didn't want to make that mistake and i saw that it would be easy to make that mistake so i mean, i suspect there are a lot more people who have who have made that mistake you're not alone captain Mizzy. that was That's a complicated part. Hi, Iffy Paints.
1: What? Who is it that just came in?
0: Me and Gonzo are just uh we're just we're just hobbying. We're dual hob hobbying tonight.
1: Talking about what to do during the holidays for painting and such and how you can get out
0: of (laughs) trash goes, I have glued my thighs together a few times.
1: Yeah, but that's you. So, um, another thing I thought was interesting about or what you can do um, is if you have family members that are actually kind of cool, you could bring stuff to demo with them or do like a little paint and take with them if they're kind of cool family members. Not everybody is. I can do that
0: with my brother.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't have any family members that would, but, I mean, if I had, like, some nieces or nephews that were youngish, that would be something cool to do to kind of keep your geek on without having to worry about it and, you know, not feeling like you're the pariah of the family um, type of thing. I definitely, um, this is my last week of school uh, until the holiday break. And I'm gonna definitely be bringing some games for my kids to play, so we can have a cool holiday week. Cause what we're kind not... of
0: games? Like board games?
1: Uh, no, I'm actually gonna bring. I'm gonna bring my Marvel Crisis Protocol, because all my kids. I have mostly boys in my classroom. Uh, one girl, uh, and she she likes doing this stuff too. Um, but they're all into the Marvel stuff, because I actually brought my Marvel miniatures in one day, because um, I was going to the game store and I didn't want to leave them in the car. And so I missed some yellow there. And so I brought them in, and we talked about it, and we discussed like math uh, on the dice because even though they're not um, numbered dice, there still is a math consistency behind the numbers. Oh, like uh, probabilities and stuff. Probabilities. And so we talked about that. And um, you know, I brought my terrain in because I know about my 3D printer and stuff. Like every year, I 3D print something for my kids as a you know, graduation, you know, whatever. They're, they're third and fourth graders, but still. Uh, last year I gave them, I 3D printed um, Pokeball keychains for them. And such. Um, but, uh, so I figured this week I'm probably going to bring my Marvel Crisis for them and let them, you know, we'll just play some simple games, not worry about the rules too much. You know, just the basic concepts of, you know, beat them up type thing and just have a good time because, I mean, they're not going to want to do shit this week.
0: Uh-huh. They're, they're,
1: they're, they're already checked out. They've been checked out all week anyway, so.
0: Yeah, I've been excited.
1: Well, Dr. Octavius is pretty much done. <laughs> they're talking about your, uh... he Paints is talking about <laughs> your uh, <laughs> blood it fingers. Looks
0: like it like cut- So that's what Flyger Dragon said She's like why are you bleeding She's like I know it's paint But you know Yeah It's it's I think we've all done that Thing where we didn't wash the paint Off our hand and then we went to the grocery Store or someplace and they're like oh my god What's wrong (laughs) They're like no no I'm fine really It's just paint This is the perfect red for that, though.
1: Um, but I mean, that's something else you can do. I mean, if you have, especially younger kids, and you have a game that the younger kids can play, and and you don't even worry about the rules as much, just give them something to do. That's not a bad, you know, way to kind of spend the time. Where's my skeleton horde?
0: That's a Um, a whole other subject, Gonzo. uh... Of trying to get the younger kids into a game Without boring them to tears With the, the rules and stuff
1: That is true It is a really good one we can, we can always talk about Because I mean A lot of games you can kind of dumb down And I don't want to say that that's a word for it But you can kind of dumb it down Just so they can have some fun See, Stick to the basic concepts Oh you need a 6 to hit so you gotta roll a 6 to hit You know type thing um, But you know Get it where it's you know who cares if they mismeasure by an inch or whatever? It's not, doesn't fucking matter. It's, you know, you're having fun with your kids. Or having fun with kids, I should say. Not even just your kids, but just, you know, nieces and nephews, because some people don't have kids. Um, but I mean, or board games. I mean, sh- there are so many good kid board games, or kid friendly board games. You motherfucking cap. Sorry, this contrast paint cap is bugging the shit out of me won't stay open
0: use your teeth that's what i do
1: oh oh, it's open It just won't stay open
0: use your teeth
1: oh just just (laughs) use my teeth to keep it open hold it in my mouth (laughs) Ah. i'm a terrible
0: person i'm an awful influence and kids should never do what i say (laughs) the cap is sticking use your teeth thanks aunt kathy
1: But there's a ooh, let's go more there's a lot of good things that you can do to keep you know keep with kids and let kids do things and not not be crazy with it. I mean, go have fun even though if you don't especially if you like your family, go have some fun times with them, go introduce them to the stuff that you know that you i mean. We all got cool board games. Go find some of your cool board games, and you know, have fun with that. I mean, heck, especially if you have some. If you have like your family and friends, or your family, because uh, I mean, one of the things that's happening now that's becoming a big tradition is no longer family Christmases, but friendly Christmases, where uh, you yes, just
0: friends, friendsmas time, and friendsgiving. Yeah. All the uh, the friend holidays for for the people who. Whose family are their friends, yeah. you know?
1: And I mean... You don't
0: live near your family. You don't get along with your family.
1: Go do... You know, bring, bring some of those cool, boards, uh, cool board games, especially if they're into it. Like, uh, Gloomhaven is, like, a good one that you could bring. You know, anything that's a long one, because you know you're going to be with each other for a while. I mean, bring some of the cool stuff.
0: Run some D&D.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could do that,
0: too. Uh, you know... My brother, is, is, my brother and I have always been geeky together. And he is the one who started playing D&D. He used all his paper out money to buy D&D books. And I would sit in and watch while he ran D&D for his friends. And he was like 10. I know there's a lot of people out there who are parents who played D&D when they were younger. And want to introduce their kids to it. Perfect time. Including people that I play D and D with regularly. And uh oh let's play diplomacy this holiday season. Oh all (laughs) right. Oh my god. I hate all of you. Look, I brought diplomacy. (laughs) Anyways, so what I see is people who are parents who are running games, but I'd like to say that I'd like to see those parents encouraging their kids to run games. If my brother could run good games when he was 10, you know, my friends, teenage kids who like to play, they could also be running games. You know, I would encourage the kids to, to be running the game for the other kids because I've, I've seen parents get a little, a little parenty about how their kids are playing D&D. And by that I mean, you know, correcting their kids because they're parents and they want their kids to to do the, the thing right because all parents want their kids to do all the things right. Uh but they have that temptation to be parents while they're all playing D&D and I think it kind of stresses the kids out a little bit. I mean, yeah, they're having fun playing D&D, but I think they would have more fun if they were playing with other people their own age. And if the person running the game was also their age.
1: Yeah, I mean, find someone, and you'll have to take a kid. <laughs> trash
0: <Trash-a-rama. laughs> I believe the children are the future. That's that's exactly it. But I, I mean, believe the children are the future. You could set
1: that up easily, too. You could go, you know hey, Johnny, you, you know we got all your cousins coming over. You want to run a D&D campaign and we can get them all started on their characters before they get here and, you know, blah, 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 and get it started up? I mean, because you yeah. can set that up well in advance. And it kind of gets them, you know, excited to come over and play.
0: And then the kids don't have that pressure of, of of playing with the adults and stuff. All of the other kids their own age, they'll all make up their weird kid shit that, you know, that kids make up. 'Cause they're awesome that.
1: But why you gotta not be yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Rush decided to come on. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's something that you can you know, you could introduce. I mean How if,
0: cool would it be to have like a, a little holiday session of of D and D? Or, you know, even like let one of the kids run and try not to be all parenty when you're playing in your kids. You know, game and be encouraging. And
1: awesome. Let them have their fun.
0: Anyways, that's...
1: (laughs) For you that have kids and do your big, bright families and all that stuff. um, That's all up to you. I don't have any, so... But I know if I did, I would definitely... You know, my kids were into geeky stuff. I was like, hey, why don't you run a D campaign for your cousins? A one shot. Grab a module, you know, or whatever and and just go for it. Let them have fun with it. Uh think right away. Okay. Uh, sorry. I mean that would be something really cool to do. Um another thing is, is find good stuff to watch. You don't have to watch Christmas stuff, Kathy. But...
0: Shut up. Of course I do.
1: You could, you know... Watch, you know... What what are some good Christmas movies that are family-friendly besides Die Hard? Doctor Who. Doctor Who always has a Christmas special. That is true. I mean, you could do anything. Good long movies are really good. So if you're, like, into, you know, Lord of the Rings or stuff, you put on the, you know, Lord of the Rings... And that could be... The one be,
0: that... Oh, everybody falls asleep if they're yep. not super into it.
1: Yep. I think that's always something you can do. It? Rise of the Guardians. Oh, that's actually not a bad one. That is true. That's another good Christmassy oh, style yeah. movie. Um, You could always do that. I mean... See. Like, Crimson Die Hard is <laughs> always a good Christmas movie. Um... But, I mean, there, there's definitely you know a tons of movies that you can. Gremlins. Yeah, the Gremlins ones, it's appropriate type thing. So, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that you can do movie-wise. Uh, what's some other good Christmas movies that are non-Christmassy but are pretty cool? You can make a drinking game out of Hallmark movies. If you're an adult, yeah, you could do a a, a drinking Hallmark uh, drinking game um, every time you something happens. You almost have to. Yeah, that's true.
0: If you're going to be watching the Hallmark stuff, you, you pretty much have to.
1: Yeah, because the Hallmark stuff is annoying. Like was one of them? Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously. Well, oh, of course, yeah. Mostly. Um, I actually wanted to to show that off to my kids, but I can't because uh, it's a little too spooky for some of my young'uns, which is okay, but I love that movie, which we did have a uh, Friday the 13th in December, which was cool. I thought that was interesting, but I mean, you know, I kind of thought that you'd, you
0: just said that you guys watched Friday the 13th. <laughs> and I was like, wow, but The Nightmare Before Christmas is too creepy? <laughs> no. Then my brain caught up with what you were saying.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's some decent non-traditional Christmas movies out there that are, you know, Christmas themed that you can watch. Home Alone is one. I mean... It's not you know your typical Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas themed movie or holiday. Um, another great one if you if you have it, Plane Trains and Automobiles.
0: You know what's an awesome movie? And back me up here, um, fellow dorks, uh, The Hogfather. Hogfather, based on the uh, the Terry Pratchett Discworld book, The Hogfather. I've
1: never seen it. I know who Terry Pratchett is. I've never heard of the book.
0: It is amazing.
1: Never heard of it.
0: That's, uh... Well, Discworld is a whole different universe. Yep. And the Hogfather is kind of like Santa, like some sort of a pagany sort of kind of Santa-ish thing. Anyways, he disappears, and Death ends up having to stand in as the bringer of gifts and good cheer. If you can imagine death filling that role. I could. It's, it's, it's so funny.
1: Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's a Hollywood. It's a holiday that happens around then.
0: Emmett Otters Jug Band Christmas. Oh, oh man! My God, yes. yes. The Muppets are a
1: timeless
0: classic. Yes.
1: Fifth Element as a holiday one. Does it happen around a holiday? It's a great movie. It's one of my top five movies of all time. But yeah,
0: I know right. what you're saying. The Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking about that, but if you want to torture your family, be the one to say that.
1: If you want to torture your family members.
0: Oh, shit. Wait, Crimson, Crimson says, How could we be missing the best Christmas movie ever? Was it? It was the Star Wars holiday special. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just catching up with the chat.
1: <laughs> and it is. That's something that you can do. Uh, hold on. Hate when you don't get enough paint on your brush. Uh-huh. could you try to get...
0: That's almost as annoying as when you get too much paint on your brush. You're over here, like, putting your brush on your model and wondering why nothing's happening.
1: Oh, this red didn't get shook up enough. No wonder. All right. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your red. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's some shake. other stuff you can do. It's just get, you know, cool holiday movies that are not... You know, if, if depending on how religious you are, if you're not religious at all, but you're just, you know, celebrating a holiday, you know, those cool things like that. Like, I, the Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, that's the one thing that, you know, people understand that... Okay, so my kids were watching the Dark Crystal News series, and they were like, this is really cool, but why do their mouths move a little bit different? And why don't we ever see, like, their feet that much? And I'm like... Cause it's puppets. They're like, nah. And then we watched the behind the scene thing and they're like, Whoa. And I'm like, yeah, the sets are actually really, really tall. And you know, where they're actually walking, isn't the ground. It's, you know, an elevated platform. Um, especially now. They're, you,
0: they're puppets.
1: Yeah. But they, they don't understand that concept as much because there's not much puppeteering done anymore. It's when we say a dying art form in it, pretty much.
0: Unless you're watching Sesame Street.
1: Yeah, but see some kids don't understand that either.
0: That's sad. That's real sad.
1: Oh, I just ate red paint. I'm gonna die.
0: Mmm, cadmium red is the best red. It tastes <laughs> the best. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just over here painting my darks, so don't mind me. The best podcast is the one where neither of us is talking because we're both painting. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we've reached that point here where I'm like, I just need to, you know... Hold my breath and do this thing.
1: Al Capone's make a really great comment, honey. Uh, my favorite is to do eyes. Oh, look, I have it dialed in. Nothing is coming off the brush. Add more paint water. Oh, look, I have flooded the eye oh, socket. Oh,
0: God, yes. Yes. That's Every exactly what single I did. time, Al Capone, you are not the only one. Yeah. I have to try like four times to paint eyes before it actually works right. Yep. And, and I've been painting a lot of eyes over the course of the last um, 15 years.
1: Mm, 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 mm. No, it's not where's my I count metal? myself
0: very lucky if i if it goes on the first try Good metal there it is
1: The only thing I can't paint contrast wise on these is metal metal just they just contrast just can't do metal in my opinion
0: Now, if you do metal and you do a contrast to paint over like a teacup it it's full of delicious Earl gray tea what i was saying is if you do metal can you is there like a can you use the contrast over off, it what's that off light or do they have a contrast paint that's for going over metal no. like i know they have uh glossy null oil in addition to regular null uh-huh. oil
1: well because was like my iron man that i did um which i could probably pull him out I, I painted over his entire body with, um, what is it, uh, Shining Silver by Army Painter, because it's a really, really bright silver. Uh, put a thin layer of that all over the entire model. And then after that, and after it was dried, I uh, used my reds and blues and whatever, my reds and yellows over the top of it. So it has a shiny metallic look to it. Um, but you have to paint a metallic over it first so i mean that was that's what i did for iron man and it turned out really well i was it was the first time i've done it i've seen it done before um, but it turned out really really well i was really impressed by it if i ever do a colored metal again i thought i would do it
0: Okay, so Al Caponga's goes apothecary white is the off white. That's the one I was I was thinking of. That's the one that that is kind of a once you paint it over white, it kind of settles into the crevices as sort of a grayish color. But yeah, maybe that wouldn't be enough for for a metallic. It wouldn't be dark enough. No. But the thing with with putting another paint over metallic is if it's not glossy, it's gonna kill the what makes that metallic paint uh, so shiny. Yeah.
1: I mean I do I am gonna do a null oil wash over all of this anyway, because it just deepens everything and makes it look super cool. Um, crossbone is pretty nice. you done. can
0: always go I wonder if it works if you go glossy over your your matte finish on uh, metallic. If it brings back that shine, I don't know. If I don't paint a lot of metallic paints, I do non-metallic metals, so I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of of painting metallics. If there's anybody in the chat who is more experienced at painting uh, with metallic paints. Do you know if that works, if you can just paint a glossy coat over the, you know, your wash on on metallic paint, if that brings back some of that shine?
1: Uh, I haven't had any metallics ever come back once, especially after it's sealed. And you use a dull coat, it turns it, you know, it's still metallic looking, but it's definitely done.
0: Even if you do a glossy... uh, it, metallic.
1: it takes out the metallic look to it and you're just kind of like uh, okay, it's metal looking but it's not shiny, is that the best way to right, put it? Right,
0: right. Okay, I just I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, because you don't use metallic that much. Hardly ever. Isn't it?
0: Yeah. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. When I do uh it's awful because i don't do it very often i mean it's not awful but it's just not as it's not as good as it could be i think crimson says just do your metallics last after you varnish or at least like the highlight parts of it because i know that i've heard i've heard people who are good at painting with metallic paints say that uh, as you shade darker, your transition from shiny to matte is is also a thing to take into account. So you have a transition from lighter to darker, but you also have a transition from uh, shiny metallic to uh, matte as it gets into the uh, darker values, into the shadows.
1: Well, it's also a reason why a lot of people... Um, dry brush metal because if you do a black over it you know do a black first and then dry brush metal over it um it'll still keep the metal dark look to it even after you've done your sealing type thing but it still dulls it down still there's nothing to get away from that once once you seal it it's always going to be dulled down. Unless you do, because I know that one of the things that one of our local guys does is he uses metallic pins. And so he paints the model up, seals it, and then takes a metallic pin and paints over uh, everything so it, you know, gets whatever color or whatever shininess that he's looking for in it. Um, Because I know that he did, recently he did a Blood Bowl Army And it was a human army, and the guy was like, I want my shoulder pads to be, you know, shiny metal. And he was like, okay, well, uh," he was thinking about how he could do that. And what he had to do is he had to get a chrome pen and paint the entire model and then go back with a chrome pen and after it was sealed, and be done.
0: That's cool to know.
1: Yeah, that's what he did.
0: They have a... I have a Liquitex. I don't know where it is. I'm, look, I'm looking at it. I'm like up here. No, down here. No, probably behind my monitor where I can't reach it right now. But it's a a Liquitex uh, silver metal ink, mm-hmm. and it comes in a dropper bottle. You shake it up, and it is um, amazingly metallic. And I've used that. The painting metals for my lightest highlight just for the edges of stuff because it just it so far outshines every other metallic paint it's insane. Crimson says to so use would, a
1: Molotow liquid chrome.
0: I have never heard of that. Have I. But Liquitex also makes gold and I think they make a copper if you want a super shiny almost like foil shiny. Sort of a an ink for doing like your lightest highlights. It's crazy. Now I have to read Crimson's whole thing. It took me an embarrassingly long time to realize that the reason why my metallics were looking bad was because Delcote makes things less shiny. I learned it I took a class on metallic depth once. And that is where I learned that.
1: Yeah, anytime you use dull coat, it'll will dull the shininess down. Doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look shiny. And yeah. even if you do a uh, gloss over it, it's just glossy, non metallic. <laughs> uh. So I'm almost done with these two with all the bases just besides the
0: base it is time for the media section do you have media things to talk about? I do have a
1: few media things
0: so for people who aren't familiar with our uh, with More Than Dice at 8 o'clock we we switch to our media section where we talk about movies TV shows, books we've read and other types of media that we just kind of Review and talk about.
1: Um, yeah. Do you have anything to do? Uh, you have anything uh, to do, Kathy?
0: So last week, Jim and I finished Lucifer and decided we would start watching, you know, some other show that we found on Netflix. And this one was called High Seas. And it's a Spanish show, but it's dubbed. I could not figure out how to make subtitles work on this show. So we had to settle for dubbed.
1: Okay. But it's
0: it it takes place in what we think is the the late nineteen thirties. Okay. And uh because it's not a hundred percent clear and maybe if you live in Spain and know Spanish history the the high <laughs> trash You make me laugh. Anyways. Uh, it takes place on this transatlantic cruise ship. They're not a cruise ship. I mean, it's a liner. It's a steam liner. And it is going from Spain to Brazil. And murder happens because, you know, how I like my...
1: Murder mysteries?
0: My international murder mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I really liked it. There are parts where Jim's like, yeah, this is moving really slow. I, uh, they could have cut out certain things. It's it's starting to drag. Um, I don't know if we're almost at the end of the first season. And Jim said, "I think there's a second season of this." And I'm like, "How long is this voyage? I know it's a steamliner, but..."
1: Damn. <laughs>
0: But if it's only been a couple of days and all these people have died,
1: do you think you just jump off or something?
0: Like like the murder boat. It's the opposite of the love boat, really. But there there's some there's some interesting things going on in it, and and I will definitely be watching more of it. So. Oh, I give it one space, Herpy. I find it to be interesting, but yeah, there are places where it drags, and I wish I could figure out how to turn uh, the uh, the subtitles on.
1: That's weird. That there isn't.
0: Yeah. You should, because if Netflix, you it, should be able it, to do it. It ended up looking more like closed caption, you know, and they still spoke in English. I mean, they didn't speak English, but you know what I'm saying? It was still dubbed in English. And I'm like, no, I didn't want it to be in English. I want it to be in the native language it was recorded in. But read the English. And that was not happening. Plus, the way the subtitles slash closed caption was, some of them were at the top of the screen and some were at the bottom. What? Which was really jarring. Because every other international show that I've watched subtitles are all at the bottom always they don't jump around the screen like that so that was kind of weird
1: that is kind of weird usually they're all at the bottom in one way and you know that's about it yeah that's why I
0: was thinking maybe it's closed captioning and that's some way of indicating that one person is talking and now another person is talking I don't know weird but yeah so the high seas, murder on the high seas. It's not murder on the high seas. It's just called high seas, and not high seas like it's about a juice mix. Oh, dang
1: it! I was about to do that, and you had to ruin it for me. Why oh, you gotta ruin it? So
0: what about you? What about you, Gonzo? You've been watching anything?
1: Um. So I finished. Um. Like I guess is at one point I watched the new green eggs and ham you know for myself and so i started watching it with my kids cuz of course you know like i says on fridays if the kids are good you know a certain group of people they can you know we can watch something on netflix you know let's call our fun friday thing and yeah. so i put on um green eggs and ham which i the new netflix series which if you have not watched it as an adult go watch it it's amazing it's incredibly good and it's good humor that is not face food you know how there's some humor on the shows that it's like oh this joke was meant for the adults not for the kids uh there's like tunes n- yeah and there's none of that um, it's all good quality like some good dad jokes just some good you know breaking the wall jokes just stuff like that just good quality jokes Um, that anybody can get. Highly recommend it. Uh, If you have kids, uh, 100% recommend it um, for your kids, no matter what age, because it's just pretty fun. And my kids finally finished it, and they loved it to death. They were like, when's season two coming out? When's season two? And I'm like, well, you're just going to have to wait, Um, because that's just, you know, that's what it is. We live in an an era where everything is binge-watched, and whenever a show comes out that isn't binge-watchable, people freak out. <laughs> um, and so we've been watching that for a bit, and uh, I still give it, you know, good ratings. It's still good. Um, zero to one space herpes, um for the show. Highly recommend it for anybody because you can watch it while you're doing something, or you could, you know, just sit and, you know, watch it, period. But it's great quality entertainment. I highly recommend it. Um, and then I watched, da, 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 get ready, The Expanse.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's on our must-see TV right now, now that The Expanse is out. Jim and I are going to be watching that. Yeah, The Expanse came out. And he out. was like, oh, let's just not watch The High Seas, let's watch The Expanse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so the new season of The Expanse came out. Now on Amazon, which you know people were wondering how it's going to do, if it's going to look good, are they going to you know jack it up? If it's going to be a problem, Um, so I believe the budget increase for uh, for special effects went up uh, because I think they did a much better job this time on special effects Um, because the special effects were pretty good to begin with, but they you can definitely tell that they upped the special effects. Um, without giving a spoiler, I haven't finished the entire season yet. I'm only like two or three episodes away from the new season. Um, but, um, from completing the season, I should say not from the season. Um, the story is about what happens after they go through the gate. Uh, of course the political intrigue that goes along with all of it. Um, but it also follows, uh, one group of people that, um, Landing on a new planet. And they're trying to colonize it. Uh
0: Um,
1: And um, that's... I'm not going to spoil it, of course. But that's pretty much what the story is about. There's the political... Political fights and, you know, so on and so forth that are still going on. Um, Sorry. Um, But um, they did up the value a bit on stuff. And they did start doing things where they... Cuss freely a bit more you can tell that they you know were they were okay because with it's,
0: because it's on netflix and not
1: amazon but yeah. yeah uh there's a little bit of you know nudity sex in it and stuff so i mean there there's definitely they kind of gave them a little bit more freedom and letting them do it a little bit more due to the fact that it is you know on a pay channel and not sci-fi yeah yeah oh yeah yeah
0: amazon not netflix my mistake
1: yeah but you can tell that they were like, oh yeah, you want to show a girl's ass? Go right ahead, we don't care. Um, type thing. So, I mean, that's was what was going on. Um, they colonized. Um, it was... I think, I think I'm think i only like two or so episodes away from the finale. Uh, series finale. Uh, I binged a lot of that. Um, and I'm liking it. It's still solid entertainment. Still really good. Still, you know... The expanse, there wasn't any difference in it. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like dang, this is not going to be the expanse, or you know, I didn't feel like it was the expanse but on Amazon. There was only a very little amount of that, uh, because you know, you're like, oh, they're they don't care about dropping, you know, whatever f bombs or whatever.
0: That or, was in the the last season. Too, correct.
1: They they did do that, but you can tell that they're kinda of more free with it, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Okay.
1: They they're like you can tell if they picked and choose when it was on sci fi. Now there's like, ah oh, fuck him. Um story is still solid. Characters are still good, writing is still good. I'm sure they kept most of the writers of um the show whenever it was on sci fi. Um So, I mean, it's... It's the expanse that we're used to. So, I mean, there's no difference. Besides maybe up in the adult factor a bit.
0: Glad to hear it.
1: Um, So, pleasantly happy about it. Um, no complaint. Um, so far... Uh, zero space herpes. Um, but you can definitely tell, tell that, like, they got a budget increase on stuff. So, um kudos for them. I was really impressed. I I really, really enjoyed it. I can't wait to finish it. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Ooh, I need the white. Not that. Ugh. Um, so we'll have to wait and see where everything else goes. But I have no problem with it whatsoever. So if you like the Expanse and you're um, more worried about it, don't be. It's still super solid. Uh, Give me one second. I do know that... um, The new Wonder Woman trailer dropped. If anybody would like to talk about that. Wonder Woman 1984. The trailer for that dropped. um, Just recently. And I'm cautiously optimistic about it. But that's just kind of me. Um... DC doesn't have a very good record of you know doing movies right, and. Well, I
0: was the woman was good though. It was on point.
1: Yeah, it was. That's the reason why I say is I'm cautiously optimistic because I I think it was. Um. Is that one of the better ones? Don't have an issue with it. We'll have to wait and see. Like I said, um, it's interesting the trailer because I was like, who is the main bad chick? Uh, who is the main bad guy? And I really couldn't tell by the thing. Because uh, it just wasn't, you know, like thrown in my face. I guess so I had to look it up, and it's Cheetah is the uh, current bad person uh, in this. I don't know if there's going to have anybody else, um, but it looked good. It looked fun. Um, definitely going to watch it when it comes out because you know it's one of the very few DC movies that are worth a damn. Um, oh, gotta stretch it back up. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with it. I like it. Um, it'd be interesting. I thought it was interesting the way they're going to take the story. Cause it is based in 1984. The reason why It's called Wonder Woman 1984. Um, but I'm kind of iffy on the plot line because they bring certain people back and I'm just like, why didn't you just leave it like it was, but huh. never can, can't do anything right. Gotta do, you know, whatever. Uh, to get stuff done, get viewers. Damn it, stay open, bottle. I'm trying to get Doctor Ock's hair done because that's the last. I'm give him a dark hairdo, dark brown hairdo. Uh, Using now Yeah, the,
0: uh, the highlight point on this, Aaron Gollum. And should I finish that before the stream is over tonight? I will have only one remaining iron golem on which to finish my red.
1: What are you gonna paint this week, by the way? Okay.
0: Well, the red is finished. I'll be painting uh the little crazy these little there's these little crazy nodules that are on their skin. Most people are painting them like Metal studs or spikes, and I'm going to go for the the bony mutation look for them, with some inflamed tissue around each one. And once that part is done, then my iron golems will be finished. Then I just uh, paint the edge of the base black, and
1: looks done. for boobers.
0: Finally, and then I will get to paint my Marvel Crisis Protocol models.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, when are we going to paint those? Um, I did, um, watch, where is it? I, I did notice that Highlander, the new or Outlander, the new series of Outlander. Oh, I was
0: going to say, wait, wait, a mm-hmm. Highlander
1: movie? <laughs> um, which there's also going to be, which I will be re- reviewing the new season of Lost in Space. There's a lot of stuff coming out during the winter break. I'm like, uh, yes, please, yes, please. Yes please. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay. So I, I still haven't let, seen any of Lost in Space.
1: Oh, the new the I loved the season. It was new really one. good. I liked it a lot. It was it was really 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 Here's interesting.
0: Some good things about
1: it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's a good type thing going on. Uh we do have the last uh, not last yet. I um Rise of the Skywalker this weekend too. So nice. So we got that. Um, which is, I'm probably going to be, you know, watching and seeing that when it comes out, of course. Probably have to go see it a couple of times with a bunch of different people. Go Isn't
0: that a, uh, that's what you take your kids to see?
1: Well, see, I'm off Friday.
0: Uh, I mean, not you specifically, but in general, people who have kids.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be, it's going to be so kids packed.
0: you can have to see Star Wars.
1: Like, this, um, this Friday, I'm off work. Um, so, I'm going to hang out with one friend first, uh, Friday morning. And then probably go hang out with some other people Friday afternoon. But I'll probably be seeing Star Wars a couple of times. Because I know I'd see it with um, Spouse. And I know Captain Mizzy wanted to go see it. And she's probably going to force me and drag me to go see it with her. Which I'm okay with. She's kind of weird, but you know, you just gotta deal with that when you have friends.
0: I love Captain Mizzy.
1: Well, you're gonna meet her at Adepticon, by the way. Yay! Captain Mizzy is coming to Adepticon.
0: I am so looking forward to... There's like a whole bunch of people that I'll be meeting at Adepticon this year, and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I was kind of bummed out I didn't get to go last year, so I'm really looking forward to this year. And playing this year, because I gotta get my Nightwatch painted up. Marvel, I'm not too worried about Nightwatch. You will
0: enjoy your uh, Song of Ice and Fire stuff because uh, I know the guy who is running the the tournament, and he's really good at running tournaments. Good. And he's been running a bunch of primers leading up to it just to work the kinks out of his system.
1: Good. Treasure <laughs> on my be. If he goes
0: looking for boob hammers, <laughs> well here. Here's some boob hammers, boob hammers. Now I've said it three times. We'll see if slave one shows up. He's not usually here on a Sunday night because he, he, uh, spends time with his family, unlike the rest of us heathens, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: and Rise of design. Hey, how you doing? The dad role is really cool in Lost in Space and the 3D printed gun is really cool also.
1: What's talking about 3D printing? I need to check on my baby Yoda. Which, if you didn't notice, I, did I did get a resin 3D printer and we're going to do an episode eventually on 3D printing, um, period, um, and talking about it because it is kind of coming to be the wave of the future type thing of... Terrain and everything. Ooh, baby Yoda's coming okay. around, really nice.
0: Wait, Arama, are you going to be at? You might be at Adepticon on Saturday. Might Is that what I'm seeing? Oh, that would be cool. Did I finished. Did I finish the Oof. highlights on this spread on this guy? I think I did.
1: Um, what else? There were. I did not get to watch a lot this week because I was so busy doing stuff. Um, I was checking my Netflix queue, and I didn't see anything that um, I was trying to watch. Um, So, I mean, there really wasn't... I do have a bunch of stuff on it. Um, I do know that my kids are going to... Oh, I did watch the new season of Magic for Humans, uh, which is about a guy that's a street magician, and it just wasn't as good. Uh, The first one was pretty decent, uh, pretty funny, had some good things going for it, but... This season was just kind of meh. He didn't do anything really cool and he did some stuff that was just like normal to uh, street magicians. Uh, Usually he does some really good things and really funny and interesting stuff and it was just meh. Um, Well, he
0: got some. to Design wants to know which printer you have. He has the CR-10.
1: My FDM printer is a Creality 3D Pro. Um, my resin one is a, um, Photon S. Um, if you find me on Facebook, which everybody's more than welcome to just look me up and you can find me, uh, you can go to our More Than Dice and, uh, send me a friend request. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I post a lot of stuff. Um, I haven't posted it on our More Than Dice page, but I do post a lot of stuff on there. I've been printing a lot, a lot of stuff out for... My Marvel Crisis Protocol um, table uh, when I get it, so I can have a full table of terrain. Um, so I did a lot of that. That's what my printer. Because here was funny is someone asked me about you know hey I want to want you to print that 3D terrain out and I'll pay you for it. And I was like okay. So I went and looked at it. And for this person, what they wanted, which wasn't you know it was it was what I'm paying or what I'm doing for my own. Uh, my own table, and he was like, "I want this, 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 and this," and just gave me a list. And I said, "Okay," because I'm paint. I'm printing out the Corvus terrain, that is the, the what's which, which is really good terrain for the Marvel Crisis stuff. And I, I figured out, did all the STL files, and you know, found out how much it would, you know, how much material it would be, and time, and all that. And I was like, "Dang!" And then I went and kind of priced it because I was I was interested. Because I mean, I, I'm not gonna jack it up so I can make a huge profit, but I do want you know, time and effort. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I wasn't gonna you know, oh, this is gonna be a, you know, cost me eight billion dollars. I'm you know, charge you an arm and a leg. And I was like, dude, it is better if you just go and buy it from these people that do it because the time it takes. Because I only have one printer. And I have to upsize it for the Marvel Crisis. Um, it would be, uh, it was going to be roughly about a hundred and twenty hours on my printer to print out what he wanted, and it would have cost about three hundred dollars.
0: Yikes!
1: And I was like, now it, it's a full table's worth of terrain, so it wasn't you know whatever, but it would cost roughly about you know three hundred dollars to get it done. And I'm like, dude, it's better if you just go there. And I was started thinking about why it was better to do that. And it's because they have printer farms. They have like 10 or so printers that are printing off what they have. While I only have one. So what would take me, you know, four days to print out one building. They can do it in a day because they have four printers doing it. Type thing. And I was like, I just, you know, that's what it is. Now, my resin printer is a whole different story. I've already gotten quite a few people asking me for Baby Yodas. And I'm just like, I hey, just buy me the materials plus a little, you know, a little extra on it. Nothing big. Uh, I mean, I'll pay for the shipping and everybody's stateside, so it's not a big deal. Uh, of course, Baby Yodas is what everybody's requesting because it turned out pretty damn good. Um, and that's like the new thing. But... um. That was just, you know, a, a quick thing on the 3D printing. Um, but that's kind of where we're going. I don't, I can't afford $40 for a new piece of terrain when I need 20 pieces type thing, which they're still affordable, but still. When I can do pretty much the exact same thing on my three D printer for pennies, I'm going to do it on my three D printer. Just have to.
0: Trashorama says I just put a silent motherboard on my Ender three today and setting <sighs> up my X X one today, and I'm looking at that little sentence and going blah 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 blah.
1: blah. <laughs> I, I mean, you
0: probably understand that. I know
1: what he's doing. I uh, uh, I I actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I have to buy a new fan for my, uh, extruder because I accidentally broke one of the fan blades and it hums really loud. Um, it still works. There's nothing wrong with it. It just hums and it's kind of off center a little bit. Nothing bad, but, uh, let me know how that is. Uh, right. Let me know how, um, that does because I've been thinking about doing that to mine. I mean, the 3D printers, for the most part, are pretty quiet for some people. Some people don't like it. But, I mean, if you were to have, like, ten of them going at a time, it would be, <laughs> it would be, you know, a- a- an annoying thing. But I do this for personal, <laughs> not for uh,
0: oh, private. Oh, Rise Design, you've not been watching for very long, have you? No. I've had a few people comment on that, like, like, is my thumb okay? Did I injure it? yeah that's just paint,
1: <laughs> really cool paint, but yes, it's just paint but
0: it's hilarious
1: um, but yes, it'd be interesting to see um, so what are we doing oh actually we're we're at time. I get to finish this more. We yeah,
0: but I didn't finish the the red on this yet.
1: you're well, finish the red on it. We can hang out for just a few minutes. We got a minute left. <laughs> I, I want to I get this.
0: I'll be, I'll be back on Tuesday at my, at my Kathy Paints time, which is 3 p.m. Central, so that I can finish the red on this one last guy and then move on to the, the skin mutations, the bony mutations on these guys. And once the bony mutations are done... My iron golems will be complete.
1: And then you're gonna sell them on eBay for eight hundred dollars.
0: No, what? I'm gonna be selfish and keep them.
1: Put them up in a glass case and never play with them.
0: Uh, no, I worse than that. I will probably put them in a uh, in a box and never play with them.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. No. The the Warcry ones. I have actually played Warcry, and I enjoy it. And my husband also has Warcry models, and we will both be uh, we we'll both be playing it together. And we may actually make a battle report. What? I know. Not you. I know. You Just need a mwa-ha-ha-ha, right? Hey Avianthelium, <laughs> how are you doing? Didn't know you were you were hanging around. Yeah, I do need a wahaha I always need a Mwa-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. It will be complete. <sighs> That's actually how it sounded in my head too. That is exactly how it was sounding in my head. So I'm glad you. You picked up on that. the The bony mutation sounds like a good band name. It does, yes. Do you, wait. Do you like bony mutations or bony protrusions better? Like I feel like protrusion is almost hideous. 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 In in, in this almost a Lovecraftian sort of a way. Those
1: that don't know, big guy. Well, guys, it is uh time for us to call it an evening. <laughs> there you go. There's your mobile. See you
0: real soon.
1: Um guys Everything
0: uh, else is copyrighted. Yes, because so we don't I won't get in trouble.
1: It. Uh so we appreciate everybody showing up and doing this. Um next week we should have the team entirely back and we will discuss something much different. Um, I pretty much got almost all those models done. That was pretty quick and good. Um, I'm really digging contrast painting. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not, you know, not going to win me any competitions and I don't care because I just want to get these painted for putting on the table.
0: And yeah. at least yours are done whereas mine are still only prime. Sucka. And I've just spent two months painting iron golems whereas you would have had them done in you know
1: like a week probably if i ever got off my ass and did it (laughs) (laughs) guys uh thanks a lot for joining us we appreciate it more than anything uh if you do anything go join us on our facebook page go look at our patreon go look at anything that we have um kathy will be back on tuesday um painting up again hopefully she'll finish her uh Golems, and she can start working on the Marvel Crisis Protocol, where you can see a real painter paint them up, when, like me, doing contrast paints, um, and just making them look purdy. Um, for More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo.
0: I'm Kathy, Good. and John's not here.
1: I know, he can't beat us this time. I bet he's all sad about that, too. Just can't no, say his name. I mean, it would be like...
0: His doing Christmas decorations.
1: You drink a lot of eggnog. What hey, guess slacker. what? Well, I didn't
0: fall asleep during our show tonight. I know.
1: It's like rare.
0: I really thought I was going to. <laughs>
1: um, probably drink more alcohol. You probably would have. <laughs>